At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, folks. It is Live Bet Saturday here on VSEN, the sports betting network, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Danny Burke joining us in lands far away out in Chicago. Got a good show on tap for you today. Live reports from Columbus and Atlanta for today's top games. We're going to speak with Notre Dame reporter Pete Sampson of the Action Network. Get prepared for the Irish taking on the Buckeyes. And Brandon Marcello of 24-7 Sports going to join us live from Mercedes-Benz Stadium as they got a big one, a neutral site game, we'll put in quotes, uh, between Oregon and Georgia. But we got 10 games kicking off in the 9 a.m. Pacific time hour. Now, I say Pacific time because, Danny, it's 11 o'clock where you're at right now. What's up, buddy? You excited for some college football? You know, uh, JVT, I'm still recovering from last week. My Cornhuskers just inevitably disappointed again. So I'm just talking myself into thinking that week zero games and international games don't count. So, yeah, we're excited for week one and we're moving on and ready for the slate today. Well, hopefully uh, Scott Frost doesn't take his team out drinking like he allegedly did uh, over a Dublin. And maybe the results will get a little bit better for the Cornhuskers. So we're moments from kickoff for a lot of these games. And uh, let's get into some of the line moves. But first, uh, set the table for the game that you have here because UNC uh, is taking on, and we'll mention a line move here, Appalachian State. This number initially opened up, Danny. North Carolina was a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. It looks like they're going to close as an underdog here. And I know you got in on a money line price of that state, correct? Yeah, so this wasn't one of the games that really caught my attention right off the bat. I really don't get interested in some of these not as top tier games this early on in the season, but it was hard to ignore the line movement here. And even before I really kind of diagnosed how big of an alteration there was in the spread, I was just looking at the overall preview of this game. And as of this point, I mean, I'm not too confident in this Tar Heels team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I think this is going to be an absolute liability for this UNC squad this season and really in this matchup against App State. Now, App State's a team that's really featured with a plethora of running backs that can kill you left and right. And I think that's really going to be the name of the game for this matchup is App State kind of winding down the clock, really implementing the ground and pound and able to expose that defensive front of the Tar Heels that not only in the defensive front, but in the secondary a little bit too, you saw this team have some turnover and offensively, I'm, I'm sure the Tar Heels will be fine. But at the end of the day, I just think that App State is going to be able to capture this momentum 
momentum. I think they have the better overall squad. And again, that line movement, very hard to ignore. When you cross a zero, that's when things get pretty serious. So it opened up in some shops with the Tar Heels as about a three-point favorite. Now at BetMGM, you're seeing the Mountaineers as a three-point favorite. I took them at about minus a buck 24 earlier this morning. Now the money line's as high as minus a buck 50. So it looks like the money just keeps pouring in on App State as of this point. Yeah, six-point swing there. Some spots as high as three and a half. Uh, that would be one book out here, Station Casinos. Uh, one of the more dramatic line moves of the day. Now, again, we got 10 games that have just kicked off or about to kick off. Uh, one of the primetime spots that we're going to see, Michigan, in the quarterback competition, Danny, uh, as we call it. I, I say this, look. John Harbaugh has a very uh, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, has a very favorable schedule here. He would not carry his quarterback competition into the regular season if he wasn't facing Colorado State, Hawaii, and of course uh, UConn in the first three weeks. But you can do that when you're going to be massive favorites. No real dramatic line move here. Looks like Michigan's going to go off as a 31-point favorite. Uh, this opened up in some spots about 27 and a half. So we're talking about nearly four points, but that was a number that opened very early in August. Uh, the real late move here is on the total. Some spots opening the total 57 and a half. We're up to 61. This is a game that I'm not involved with, uh, but we are a live bet show. And we'll talk about my angle here, which is hoping for a slow start, Dan, because I actually agree with this market. I think this should be a higher scoring game. Jay Norvell is head coach. Colorado State's a really good offensive mind. He pilfers a lot from Nevada, his old roster from last season, including what was expected to be the quarterback of the future after Carson Strong left. I think this Colorado State team, especially once you get into conference play, is going to be really good. But they might be better offensively in a spot like this against a Michigan team that's only bringing it back about four guys, depending on how you rate returning starters. So I'm going to look for an in-game opportunity, hopefully a slow start, and can bet this thing over the total. What'd you make of this matchup? Yeah, you know, I didn't get involved in this one either, JVT. I mean, Harbaugh's doing his odd antics, but it works when you're as good of a team as Michigan and you can afford to test out quarterbacks during the regular season, as you alluded to, when he got Colorado State this week and Hawaii the next. And maybe on the side of Michigan, since I didn't get involved with anything pre-flop, you talk about live betting the total. Perhaps Michigan gets off to somewhat of a slow start. I mean, it's a huge in the 30s and the Wolverines. Personally, I don't really like to get involved with games that just have enormous spreads like that. I, I really don't care at what point of the season it is. If it's that big, I'm usually looking to take the points. But if you are looking for an in-game angle, if you're looking for something on Michigan, you talk about a slow start, then you can look to get the adjusted spread and see if you can get a better number with this Wolverines team. But I, I do think it makes sense that they're this big of a favorite, not only just because they're Michigan and Colorado State may be competitive in some spots, but I think because of that factor of the quarterback competition, it's not that Cade McNamara wouldn't come out here week one and try his absolute hardest, but he has even more of an incentive of a chip on his shoulder to compete because now it's a test. doesn't matter the accolades that were accomplished last season. Now he is going to be in a full competition, and it's not just comfortable practice against familiarity. It's against an actual team and an actual game. So you may look for them to maybe get the nerves out of the way. The line comes down. Then you take advantage knowing that McNamara's got to set fire so he can fully win this competition. The other big matchup that's going to get started, and this kickoff's a little bit after 9 a.m., so we can update the line here. It does look like Tennessee State, Danny, is going to close about a 13-point favor. That's the highest number. Wide variety of numbers. So, again, O-Shop. Uh, but 12 on the board here, 13 is other spots. Uh, we'll call it 13 consensus with a total of 52. NC State opened as a 10-point favorite in some spots. And keep in mind, for those who are watching, this East Carolina team is actually a pretty solid team in the American this year. They've got about 14, 15 guys coming back combined on both sides of the ball, obviously. And it looks to be a team that might be a little bit of a thorn in the paw of some of those competitors in the AAC. The NC, this NC State squad, though, Danny, as you know, uh, a lot coming back in terms of production. A team that last year, of course, up in Clemson and looks this year to be one of the dark horses in the ACC. It's not surprising that you see this late push on an NC State team that coming into the year had a lot of public narrative behind it. So we'll see if this is going to cover. But again, you should know. Line moves are obviously very important, and all those who don't think that closing line value is important, go back to last night, right? That Illinois and Indiana matchup. It's a number that opened four, closed one and a half, and fell on three. So these line moves, they do matter. They might not fall on key numbers all the time, but all these points matter, Dan. 
Absolutely. You talk about that Illinois game. I was fortunate, I guess you could say, to take three with Illinois. So at least I pushed. But my goodness, talk about another ugly game. But you're right. I mean, you don't want to just be following the steam blindly. You want to try to get the best number possible. And if you're someone in that situation, we were just talking about it with Michigan and Colorado State. You like NC State here. You realize that there is a few points moving in their favor. And you're like, "Ah, yeah, I do think they're the right side. But now that it's moved so much, I don't want to get involved. Again, maybe have some patience. A team that you are alluding to, the public has a lot of love for, doesn't mean there's going to be immediate success right out of the gate. Everybody has some hurdles to come over in the beginning stages of the season, especially with a team like NC State that, yes, has a lot of experience, a lot of returners coming back to the squad, but not really a team or a university overall, overall that is used to having this high of expectations. So maybe they have a tad bit of adversity to start off, and then you can get the number to settle back down where it opens that maybe even better but yeah nc state should be the favorite in this game they should win and yeah at 13 i probably wouldn't touch it or around 14 but if you get back down to 10 or nine and a half that's when i could see you getting back involved in this game all right quick update as uh, we do of course only have a few games that have just kicked off here right now looks like we're waiting an extra point but maryland has scored a touchdown so we're up six nothing over buffalo uh this one worth updating that the market did come in a little bit here on buffalo at some spots close 24 we'll call the consensus number maryland did after opening up as a 25 point favorite uh the real note here though and this is a good start for those who got in on the line move early total opened up 62 closed 66 and a half between these two and we have a touchdown at early going between maryland and buffalo so as that continues we'll update all these in-game lines as well but a good start for those who had bet that thing over and of course as you look at it from a market perspective uh, we will see what the in-game number is going to be as it pops up now adjusted to 69 and a half with a total uh, and 30 and a half is the spread now in favor of the terps in this matchup against buffalo all right Really quick, Daniel, let's get to one more game, and this is worth noting because we do have some injury news here, and it kind of coincides with the line move. Rutgers taking on Boston College. BC closes, it looks like, as high as nine with a total of 47 and a half, and we haven't seen this kickoff yet, uh, but worth noting that Rutgers is going to be without three players, including one of their quarterbacks that was a part of the competition, Noah Verdahl, tight end Matt Aliamo, and running back Aaron Young. Young, of course, led Rutgers in touchdowns last year, so that's a relatively big loss, and I think it explains why BC is going to close in the range of a nine-point favorite. Yeah, man, this Rutgers team, just year after year, they've been at the bottom of the barrel in the Big Ten, and they get kind of screwed right out of the gates with these injuries, so you see why Boston College opens is that seven and a half point favorite. They're getting some momentum going their way. But look, JBT, I, you know, the total, you saw some movement to 50 and a half at about the opener. Now, like you said, about 47 and a half, 48 and a half. This one, I just thought stunk all around. I mean, anything with the Scarlet Knights, especially in week one, it's just nothing that was appetizing to me. But again, I do think Boston College finds a way to pull this game out because of the adversity. Now that we see the Scarlet Knights dealing with, I don't think it's going to be pretty, though. I think if you're betting this game, you're probably going to be sweating it out to the very end, and some mayhem is sure to just come about. So I do think it's a lower scoring game, like the totals reflecting in terms of the spread. Man, I mean, I guess you'd look to take the points, if anything. But again, I think this one's pretty gross. All right, so I mentioned uh, that at the beginning, right, this total for Michigan and Colorado State was one thing I wanted to get in on, but the market moved too quickly. Great thing about in-game betting is after one drive, you will see a reaction. Well, this total is down in-game, down to 58.5 already because Michigan is forced to punt on its first drive. So looks like I'm going to get the opportunity to bet this thing over the total. We'll see if it presents itself. Uh, What I'm hoping for, Dan, is that uh, Colorado State is forced to punt this one. We're going to get that. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. All right. Remember, East Carolina, NC State, that thing's kicked off as well. NC State on the first drive defensively has, of course, picked off East Carolina. So we'll see if that's going to continue in that trend as we move forward. It's Live Bet Saturday here, live from Circa and Chicago on VSIN, the sports betting network. We'll be back with a big game breakdown. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vcin's here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. It's Live Bet Saturday here on VSIN. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Danny Burke joining me, of course, and he will every single Saturday live from Chicago. A couple of quick updates, Danny. First off, uh, you bet App State money line. Good start for you, as it does look like Appalachian State has found the end zone against North Carolina. Yeah, so they got a big run there. Easy touchdown right away. Remember, they close as about a three, three and a half point favorite. I'm waiting here at BetMGM to see where the updated line's going to be, but you're sure we'll see an adjustment here sooner rather than later. And once we get that, I'll obviously let everybody know. But yeah, not too shabby for App State right out of the gates. And for me, uh, the start that I wanted has transpired between Colorado State and Michigan. Uh, so a quick bet for me, over 56 and a half in game in this Colorado State-Michigan matchup. Two drives, two punts for both of these teams. Now you're under the pregame flop total, so we'll, we'll see the opening total, by the way, because that thing drove all, all the way up to about 61.5. So bet this thing over 56.5. And, and now we are a fan of both teams, as we want points, or I say me, uh, not we. I don't know if you're cheering for me or not, Danny, but I would assume that you are. We're best friends. Of um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about some of these big game matchups. No real updates uh, to give you, at least in terms of some of these other games. Uh, North Carolina, excuse me, Rutgers Boston College has kicked off, so we'll give you an update on that. Still 7 nothing between Maryland and Buffalo. Let's go to Atlanta, where we get a totally neutral site matchup between Oregon and Georgia a little bit later today. And we have seen a little bit of a line move here, Dan, that has come in favor of the visitors. Oregon now down to a 16-point dog in multiple spots. 16 and a half are still out there. Total has held pretty steady. Opened up 51 and a half, got up to 54 and a half. That is the high number on the board. 54 is populated as well. But what do you make of the line move here coming off of 17 and a half? Some spots got as high as 18. And now we're sitting below that 17 mark with Oregon getting a little bit of support in the last few days. 
Yeah, I actually agree with the movement going toward the Ducks. Am I going to feel uber confident about it? Probably not going against the defending national champs. But I did the write-up for VEASAN about this game, and I did pull the trigger on the Oregon side at plus 17 because for the reason of the narrative, right? You got a former defensive coordinator landing now the head coach of the Ducks. Yeah, it's tough going down to Georgia, but you have a lot of different incentive and emotion factored into this game. But even aside from that betting angle of this, you know, Oregon does still have a solid team despite the transition. They're built pretty tough in both trenches and we know that Knicks can create magic from time to time. It's not going to be a quarterback you want to have to rely on on a consistent basis and assume he can take you deep, but he could showcase enough to keep you within games, especially as big of a spread as 17. Conversely, on the side of the Bulldogs, JVT, I mean, you know, you could talk about a championship hangover. It's a little bit different for college football, I suppose. But ultimately, this team lost a lot of guys to the draft. I mean, that's how great they were last season. And now you have the same quarterback with Stetson and Bennett, but week one, teams can be shaky. You're still riding the high if you're Georgia. You got the emotion narrative going for Oregon with a team that's ready to eat right out of the gates. And ultimately, I just thought 17, 17 and a half was a little bit too much. I mean, that leaves the door wide open for that backdoor cover at the end to where Georgia's already mailed it in. Oregon can get a great opportunity and cover it at the end. So that's the side I'm riding with in that game. Yeah, so I bet this game, I went from the total perspective, I bet it under 54 and a half. Um, yeah. And the thinking here, too, it's, it is a full way. To, it's, it's a halfway point of, of supporting Oregon, right? Because I do think the market is undervaluing how good Oregon is in certain position groups, specifically their offensive and defensive lines, right? Even without Kayvon Thibodeau there, uh, that's a really good group that they have. And specifically, that offensive line is really good. And I think can bang with the Georgia front that you mentioned has lost a lot of talent from last year's team. Uh, and it's also a look at the other side where this is just, I think, two offenses that aren't going to be really, really quick, very explosive. And even if, Danny, Georgia comes in, and let's say they even cover 16 and a half, I liken it to last year when Alabama and Miami met, right? I bet that game under yep. the total as well. Under 57 and a half, it fell on 57. Alabama won that 44 to 13 uh, because, right, the, the total gets a little high and you don't know how good the Oregon offense is going to operate. That's where I'm with. I'm not a big fan of Bo Nix or Ty Thompson, however that's going to operate, at least in terms of who we're going to see for majority of this game. And I just think when you look at it from that perspective, I was surprised the market moved as high as 54 and a half, floating around that key number, key-ish number of 55. So I bet that thing over uh, under 54 and a half. Quick update. This is what we like to see, huh? In-game total drops after two drives, betted over 56 and a half, two big plays, and just like that, Michigan's in the end zone, 7 nothing. Wolverine's up on top of Colorado State. So uh, with that, we'll update what's going on with there from an in-game perspective, but it behooves you to kind of pay attention. And those are the kind of things, Danny, I was just mentioning this off the air, where I am amazed sometimes where the algorithms are so quick on the trigger. Mm -hmm. You know, like, for example, if you set a total, whatever it is for a game, like this one is 61 and a half, you assume that there's going to be some empty drives in there, but to move it almost a full touchdown off of two empty drives, which is a very scant portion of these possessions these teams are going to have, it creates opportunities for betters if you're watching some of these games. And thus, here we are now, adjusted total in this one up to 59 and a half. Yeah, and that's really the beautiful aspect of doing in-game, not only on an individual game basis, JVT, but a lot of times we see it just on the overall outlook of a season with an adjusted season win total. Like, you're handicapping these numbers yourself originally, so you have this preconceived notion of, all right, this team may do this again team beat this team or lose to those two teams you already have that in your mindset what's going to happen so you're counting that as a loss or a win or a score however you factor it but a lot of times as you're mentioning these algorithms kind of just overreact to it and you're like well, why did that happen that was kind of assumed or it was inevitable or expected for a team to get off to a slow start for a team to lose or win a game so you can really pick and choose these advantageous spots to you and with all of sports betting getting regulated and expanded throughout the country. You get more of these opportunities, and especially maybe in some of these games that 
aren't popularized as much, right? I mean, we talk about a big game like Utah and Florida. There will still be in-game opportunities, but that will be honed in on a little bit more so, and he can't be as ticky-tacky as a game in an early slate like a Michigan and a Colorado State. So, yeah, I mean, slow drives out the gate, first game of the season. Not a shocker to see that with your game. And by the way, really quick, JVT, Mm -hmm. I'm sweating out App State, North Carolina. Tar Heels just scored a touchdown as well. App State, after they scored, they were a seven-point favorite. Now UNC's looking to tie things up. All right, and by the way, how about that? That's your pro tip for this hour here on Live Bet Saturday. And cool thing is, you go up on the website, nice little pull-down tab. You can check out all the pro tips for every single one of the shows here on the network. So make sure you hit that up. A lot of good information on there. I've already got two, huh? I was on the air yesterday. I got one today. I'm going to keep track. We're going to keep score of this. So, Danny, I'm up one nothing. okay? Fair enough. You got it, buddy. All right. Next up, big game breakdowns here as we're looking at some of these matchups. And actually, you and I share a play on uh, one we're going to discuss here. Actually, right now, Cincinnati and Arkansas. I would love to hear your thoughts on this, Danny, because I am of the mindset uh, that this Arkansas team is in a pretty good spot. With this number just under that touchdown mark against Cincinnati, and the way I kept putting it, there's a better and more nuanced way to say it. But I still think, Danny, there's a lot of people who feel like there's those wafts of Cincinnati from the last year past, right? Yeah. They could smell that. Like, oh, yeah, this Bearcats team, they were great. And I think in the scheme of the American, this is going to be one of the best teams there, especially as the year goes along. But this is not Georgia, right? Georgia loses eight starters from last year's team, retools with five-star guys. Cincinnati lost, I think, was it eight draft picks from last year's team? That's a massive amount of talent for a group of five team. And yes, you could retool and develop, but that's the key word, develop and developmental. I don't know if you're getting that back right away, especially when you lose so much up front defensively against an Arkansas team that brings back four guys along an offensive line, which is an absolute strength, and a running game that is going to be one of the better ones in the country. If we're sitting under the touchdown, I laid six and a half here with Arkansas. Yeah, and honestly, again, this is one of those games that I didn't focus it on too early in the week, but the more I saw it and the more I read into it, I'm kind of like, all right, I mean, I'm getting under the key number of seven with this Arkansas team, and for the exact reason you mentioned, I think there's still a lot of love that is being attributed to this Bearcat squad because of what they were able to accomplish last year. But you lost a lot of guys. You lost your quarterback, who was the main reason for your success. Yes, you got a good head coach and Fickle, and I'm sure his team will turn out fine. But this is a really tough spot right out of the gates. And conversely for Arkansas, I mean, with Jefferson as your quarterback, this guy could be an absolute stud this year, JVT. And I think Arkansas will be able to get out to an early lead And I just would find it hard to imagine Cincinnati with apparently Ben Bryant as their redshirt senior quarterback. Uh, for him to keep up in this game if it becomes a shootout and Arkansas's offense is just lighting it up. So if you're giving me under the key number of seven with this Arkansas offense, I think it's the right play. Yeah, a quick update too. And like when you look at across the scoreboard, uh, there hasn't been much in terms of a lot of action. Danny updated the score of the tie uh, between App State and North Carolina. I wanted to update that Boston College has scored a touchdown. They are up 7-0 over a Rutgers team that again, for those who had missed it, is down three players, including their leading scorer from a season ago uh, so Boston College up 7 nothing over Rutgers 842 left to go in the first and all scores pretty much remain the same across the board East Carolina though has punched it in remember East Carolina closed as a uh, a 13 point underdog and we've got an interception for Michigan and they're down inside the 15 yard line of Colorado State all right we got plenty left to get to here on live bet Saturday including more big game breakdowns Utah very popular selection against Florida we'll discuss This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season, bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows what football like VSIN, and now is the time to become a VSIN subscriber. Get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discounted to $175, you'll receive both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. I, of course, will mention that includes the NBA guide, which I've already started working on. Sign up early, man. Come on, get in and, or join for 40 bucks a month. See everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options. Become part of the sports betting network. All right. The duality of betting on sports. Danny is happy. I am not. Uh, we'll go to the good news first. Danny, what has happened for App State and North Carolina? 
All right, JVT, we got an early shootout here. App State tax on another touchdown. So they went up 7 nothing, and then UNC tied it up immediately. App State responds after almost throwing a pick, and now the Mountaineers up 14-7. to Live line, we're seeing App State anywhere from about 7 to 7.5. Now, when they went up 7 nothing, the spread went to 7, right? And then UNC tied it up, and then UNC in some spots you saw is a one-point favorite. App State scores again immediately. Now you're laying seven in the hook if you want to go with app state live total jvt up to 70 as of this moment yep 69 and a half is the low screen or the low number i'm seeing on the screen right now uh so worth 32 because that total closed at 56 uh, some spots as low as yeah. 55 and a half so we're up pretty high there uh the bad news is uh that michigan it does look like has uh Cade mcnamara in the midst of this quarterback competition it's thrown an interception, although on my screen, oh. I'm not seeing anything official. I think they might be reviewing whether or not the Colorado State defender did indeed pick it off. It was a diving attempt, Danny. I don't know if you got any better information on that, uh, but it does look like we are, of course, in a stoppage, and we'll see if that's going to be the case. But my screen has yet to show anything official here, as uh, Michigan had, of course, picked off a pass, returned it inside the 15, so we'll see if uh, any review comes back with Cade McNamara potentially throwing an interception at this point. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Haven't seen anything, but man, I mean, talk about getting teased, JVT. You had it set up perfectly. You had the yep. back-to-back stops, totals adjusted. Then you get the turnover. Cade McNamara is fighting for a starting gig right now and potentially screwing himself and your total bet early on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Cade McNamara uh, maybe rattled, maybe rattled that Jim Harbaugh has no confidence in him in any way whatsoever. All right, let's talk some of these big game breakdowns. We'll keep an eye on everything that's going on uh, in the world of college football. Uh, maybe an overreaction too, by the way, uh, is we talk about some of these in-game opportunities. Danny, very quickly should note, uh, Texas A&M in a scrap with Sam Houston right now. It is scoreless with 348 left to go in the first. Although, as I say that, it does look like we get a big play from Texas A&M. They heard me. That's a touchdown. So we'll update that in-game line uh, as we uh, view the matchup between the Aggies and Sam Houston State. All right. Big game matchup between Florida and Utah. So first off, before we get to this game itself, where were you at with the Utes as we head into this season, Danny? I think a lot of people, of course, and rightfully so, have a lot of respect for a team that brings back a vast majority of their production from last year, specifically on offense, which it looks like is going to be one of the better offenses in the Pac-12. But now we're talking about floating in the range of three points, a full three on the road against Florida. And I made this point yesterday when I was on with Matt Brown, which is in, in the NFL – Home field is really not worth that much anymore, right? Last year equated to about 1.2, 1.4, depending on how you rated it out. In college, it means almost it means a lot. Like you could talk about these full threes in college football. So to say that the Utes are three points better on the road against Florida, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, you know, you and I have talked about this Utah team in the past over the course of this summer, and you, along with a lot of other people that I was talking to, very high on this Utah team, and rightfully so. I mean. Kyle Whittingham always has his squad ready to go. They're always competitive. They're gritty. They're tough. They get implemented into, into his philosophy right away. And you really see it translate immediately onto the field. Now they got 14 starters returning this year, which is fantastic. We, we understand that we understand the dominance of their offense and what they're capable of on that side of the ball. But the story in this game and probably a majority of the games is going to be how tough their defense is. And that naturally is probably going to be the difference for this spot tonight, considering you're going against potentially one of the best quarterbacks in the country in Anthony Richardson. And we have a lot of hope for him. If you're watching the Gators games this season, you have turnover with Florida this year. So how soon can you get that going? But man, JVT, I mean, if, Utah does live up to the high hopes that everybody's putting them at. This is a game they got to win. And last year, they did struggle on the road against tough competition. So that scares me in this spot for Utah. I do think they are the better team, but going on the road down to Florida and Gainesville with a brand new coach, a good quarterback, a Utah team that should be strong but can struggle on the road. I mean, this is just shaping out to be a pros versus Joes type of game. And while I want to go to the side of Utah, I just can't muster up the courage to do it. Right now, I'm staying away. But, man, I got a very small lean with Florida. Very, very small right now. Yeah, so if we get to the full three, I think I'll be in on the Gators. And to me, Danny, you mentioned one of the key points, right, which is not only is Utah one of these offseason darlings, uh, but also 
you got to prepare for a brand new coaching staff, right? Like you're not going back and looking at stuff from Florida from last year. Uh, Bill and Napier bringing, right. is bringing in a whole new system. And, yeah, you know, you can go back and you can look at his time prior at Louisiana. You can look at some of those offenses and maybe get some aspects of what they're going to be running there. Uh, but for me, when you look at it, that's tough for a team as good as Utah is to get ready. And then the situation, as you're talking about, the weather going into a situation like that with yeah. humidity and the heat and having to prepare physically for something. I, I like this Utah team, but I like them much better in the grand scheme of the Pac-12 and how good they're going to be there as opposed to potentially buying in a little too much. So again, two and a half to dominate the board right now. We're still sitting there, but if it gets to that full three, uh, I'll be in on the Gators. Very quick update, by the way, Danny. It's okay. I'm happy now. The interception was dropped. Uh, so Ooh. Michigan, yeah, it gets, yeah. Ruled, it gets ruled an incomplete pass. Michigan on fourth down kicks a field goal. Wolverines up 10-0 with about, what do we got, 8.06 left to go in the first. So Colorado State is back out on the field as uh, it is almost intercepted. So again, when you look at this from that standpoint, if we get 10 points on the board, so I'm feeling a little bit better from an in-game standpoint to update where we're at uh, from a total inside as Michigan is up early 10 nothing. 33 and a half is the spread, total sitting at 60 and a half between the Rams and the Wolverines. Uh, the update too for Texas A&M very quickly as they are up on the board. We actually have this off the board, so we'll see if this is going to get updated uh, anytime soon. With that, let's move to our next big game matchup. Really sexy game. Notre Dame and Ohio State. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this because – so I tend to always think, and this is more of an NFL-type thinking, Dan, teams are not as good as you think they are, and bad teams are not as good as you th- – or bad as you think they are, right? So with that thinking, my initial thought when looking at Ohio State as high as like 17 and a half, 18 was, man, I kind of want to get in on Notre Dame here, and the market has responded as such. I think we're down to 16 in multiple spots right now. You see the screen right there, 17s and 17, 17 and 16 and a halfs are on the board, so we'll see if that starts to move in the direction again of Ohio State. But what would you make of this? Because the one thing that keeps me, if this gets back to that 17 and a half mark, the one thing that gives me some hesitancy here is I don't know what Ty Buckner and this Notre Dame offense is going to look like, specifically mm-hmm. after they lose one of their leading receivers from a season ago to a torn ACL about, what, two or three weeks ago. I, I don't know what I'm getting from Notre Dame offensively. They can stay within a number like that. JBT, I've fallen into this trap too many times. I grew up a Notre Dame fan being here in the Chicagoland area. <laughs> you know, I got the Irish blood in me. So inevitably, uh, my family's a Notre Dame fan growing up. And it's just been constant disappointment, really, because the expectations for the fighting Irish are always set to win a championship. And since I've been watching them, that just hasn't been the case. They've always gotten embarrassed on the national stage. This, in terms of the spread and the talent present on both sides of the ball, Taking the points with Notre Dame does feel like the right side. But we say this a lot of times for Notre Dame when they're catching a lot of points against the top team, and then they just get put in their place. Now, I understand that it's a new-look team with Freeman as your head coach, and I guess technically his official debut as head coach. And what you said is the biggest thing, though. I mean, what the heck is this offense going to look like with Buckner? I mean, Ohio State's defense last year, JBT, as we know, they got off to a slow start. And it mattered at the beginning of the season, of course. And then they finally kind of rallied around and got a serviceable defense. But what does this Buckeyes defense look like right out of the gates? Can they limit Buckner? Will Buckner be shooting himself in the foot? Those are the type of things they got to look out for. But again, at the end of the day, I just don't think Notre Dame's going to have enough to keep up with Ohio State's offense and C.J. Stroud, even though they did lose some talent themselves. It's Ohio State. They always find a way to plug and play. So I really would only wait if it came under 17, somewhere around there. Maybe I would flirt with the idea of the Buckeyes. Otherwise, if it's a closer game, if it's a slower tempo type of game, I would somehow look to factor in an in-game bet with the Buckeyes because I've seen this story one too many times with the fighting Irish. Yeah, I, I think the thing I like about the Irish, and you probably echo these sentiments, is their defensive line is really good. And yeah. if you look at it from that standpoint, and they have good talent along the edge, like that's kind of a that's a strength that keeps you in a game like this. But and Buckner played in every game last year, right? He appeared in every single game, and he's got a dual threat ability to him, and that adds a little bit of a different wrinkle than they had last year with Jack Cohn. That's if it's just one of those days where. I can see myself taking 17 and a half if it gets back to that number and then watching Ty Buckner in this offense just sputter and do absolutely nothing. And you're just like, yeah, <laughs> right. we kind of figured that was going to be the case, man. Uh, all right. 
We'll come back. We have plenty left to get to, of course. Uh, joining us actually on the other side, Chase Kitty, BetMGM College Football Analyst, host of the Lions Edge Pod. We'll get his thoughts on these big game matchups and what he believes is going to happen between them. And quick update, NC State has found the end zone. Tayer Thomas with a 12-yard reception. So we're going to see this thing potentially tied up between NC State and East Carolina. It is Live Bet Saturday here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a a Friend program. Wow, I just need to get some friends. Just sign in to your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up, makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Oh, look at that. Got to get friends and I got to move. How about that? All right, let's talk a little bit more. Football. Chase Kitty, nice enough to give us some time today here on Live Bet Saturday. Danny Burke out in Chicago, myself out here in Sin City. Chase, it's good to talk to you. First off, uh, we got these early games in the 9 o'clock window. You sweating anything out? Well, I'm not sweating yet, but I do have uh, East Carolina big line movement late, so yep. I grabbed him at 13. I feel pretty good about that one. I, uh, I covered Mike Houston at JMU when I was younger, so uh, I've got maybe some extra insight into that game and uh, really feel good about East Carolina. And then I took the Michigan team total over. It's a big number, but I figured if you're having – if you take Harbaugh at his word and they are having a real like live quarterback competition over the first two weeks, you would think they're going to run that offense for 60 minutes to see how they can evaluate their guys. So I went ahead and got a little bit down there. But what was the total, by the way, really quick? Uh, 45 and a half. Got it. Cool. 
Hey, Chase. So JBT and I have been talking a lot naturally because the games have started about all these in-game betting opportunities. And while it's a lot of times a profitable venture, I feel like week one, there can be some hesitancies because of the unknowns with these teams that have a lot of turnovers. Is this something that you kind of scavenge out for immediately or do you sit back and let things marinate till you get a better understanding of these teams and then look to attack it from that angle? I think the answer, which is right, but also bad for your question, is that it's case by case, right? You you, you want to rely on your fundamentals and your principles of gambling, but at the same time, you have to be a little wary because there's so much we don't know when it's this early in the season. So if you really have something that you feel strongly about and you think is a known for you, then I think that's that's a spot where you come in on a good number that's live. Other than that, I, I give it a couple weeks and kind of feel everything out. Quick update. Uh, we do have a blocked punt. NC State recovers it in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to go up here with an extra point pending on top of East Carolina. All right. Uh, before we get to some of the matchups that you have on, on your board, Chase, let's talk about some of the big ones. First off, uh, we were discussing uh, this matchup between Utah and Florida. I'm kind of sitting back and thinking, you know what? If this gets to that full three that's going to be available where I can grab it, I think I'm going to be on the side of the Gators here grabbing a field goal at home. I like this Utah team a lot, uh, but Home field means much more in college football. Getting ready for a staff that you're not entirely, you don't have a lot of film on because, of course, uh, you have a new program or head of the program over there in Florida. I think it's a little bit more of a treacherous spot for Utah than the market's giving you credit for. What would you make of this match between the Utes and the Gators? I totally agree with you. Uh, I, I put a little bit on Florida at plus three early in the week just because I saw the number get there and, and I had the same handicap as you. So I'm small there, but that was more just about line overreaction. Utah opens at plus one early in the summer and it goes all the way to minus three. That's just obvious buyback there. I think you have a lot of interesting options with this particular game. Like he's 20 to one to win the Heisman right now. If Florida wins this game outright, if Florida looks really good and he can stay healthy, which is a big, big if. But you have to imagine that the path to Richardson winning the Heisman begins with him looking really, really good against Utah. They're correlated outcomes. So I think in some ways you could consider it's not a pure arbitrage hedge situation, but you can think about, hey, maybe I want to get Utah at a good number like two and a half. But then I also want to take a Richardson Heisman bet and you're kind of playing both games there. All right, quick update, guys. App State tacked on another touchdown. Looks like they'll be up 21 to 7. So I'm feeling decent about my first bet of the slate today. And Chase, another game that I did get involved with is this Oregon George spot. Now we saw it open at about 17 in the hook. It's come down to now 16 in the hook. I ultimately ended up taking the 17. You kind of got that narrative with Lanning, the former defensive coordinator with Georgia, now on a new team right out of the gates against this Bulldogs team that maybe has a championship hangover, maybe doesn't, but they have a lot of turnover themselves with the talent that they lost. How do you think this game goes down? It's 17, about 16 and a half now, but does that seem like too much for this Bulldogs team to be laying? It does seem like a really big number. I thought about playing the Oregon side of it early in the week, but it just looked too public to me. Oregon does have a pretty good record the last 10 or 15 years in these cross-country SEC games. They play the SEC pretty well, I assume because of the athletes they're able to recruit there. Uh, for me, I thought the best angle on this game was actually the first half under. I did a bunch of work. I went back and looked at all the game openers for Kirby Smart. You throw out an, uh, an FCS opener against Austin P. He's actually never played a game opener except for that FCS game where the first half total points went over 27. So I like the fact that the number is actually up to 27 and a half now. And you can get the under north of the key number. I really like that. Uh, as far as the points go, I mean, I think the game could go either way. So I would lean Oregon plus all the points. But I think the best play is the first half under. All right, Chase, uh, I want to make sure we have enough time uh, for some of the selections that you have. So uh, before we get to some of the other big games, walk us through Louisville-Syracuse right now. This number is up to five. Uh, we're looking at the total on my screen, about 56, 55 and a half down from the opener of about 57 and a half, 58 and a half at some spots. Uh, you have a handicap here at a side between Louisville and Syracuse. 
Yeah, uh, one of my favorite plays of the week. Talked about it a lot on the Lions Edge, which is the podcast I do for BetMGM. Uh, Five-point favorites, five-and-a-half-point favorites. If they were ten-point favorites, I would think about laying it. They have absolutely dusted Syracuse the last few years, 41-3 to last year, 30-0 to in 2020, 56-34 uh, in 2019, 56-10 to in 2017. It's just not a good matchup for Babers and that Syracuse team. So I think the only reason this is five is because it's week one. If this game was a month from now, even if it was on the road, I think – Louisville probably nine and a half or ten and a half. Chase, JVT and I are sweating out this game later on in the day with Arkansas and Cincinnati. And Arkansas is under a touchdown right now, lane six in the hook. And him and I were kind of thinking maybe there's still a lot of sentiment from just remembering how dominant Cincinnati was last year. Is this a team that still can have success offensively, or do you think there's going to be some hurdles they need to come over? Yeah, I mean, I think both teams are going to be good this year. I think it's it's a totally different situation when you look at what Cincinnati lost on both sides of the ball. It's not just Ritter. It's not just the offense. But I think going to play a really good SEC West team, you're not just going to replace that overnight in, in one game in week one after all that, what they lost. I didn't want to bet this game at all when I saw that it was Arkansas seven and a half earlier in the week. Once it moves down to six and you're on the right side of seven, I think it's an Arkansas play. I'd still probably play it at six and a half. And I think if you're somebody that likes to put together money line parlays, I think Arkansas is a pretty attractive target here just to win outright. A couple of quick updates here from a live betting perspective. Maryland has punched it in. Uh, they are up 14 nothing over Buffalo. Worth noting because uh, this in-game total had been dropping. It closed about 66. We're now 58 and a half for the in-game total. Maryland, a 20 and a half, a 28 and a half point favorite in-game. And Texas A&M, it is, uh, they're only still up 7 nothing right now over Sam Houston. We are well into the second quarter. That line, though, 31 and a half with an in-game total of 42 and a half. All right, Chase Kitty's with us. Uh, one more before we get you out of here. Notre Dame, Ohio State. You got anything between these two? Yeah, this is such a hard pass for me. I, I had Phil Steele on my podcast this week, and he was talking about how he loves Notre Dame plus the points, and he thinks they're going to remain competitive. Yes, it's a coaching change, but it's one of those in-house moves where the, the machine's just going to keep sailing along, right? It's going to be a seamless transition. I don't know. Maybe all that's true. Phil's a really smart guy. I respect all of his takes on this particular spot. I just feel like we know what happens when Notre Dame plays these games against Alabama and Ohio State. They're really good against 98% of FBS football. I don't love Notre Dame in these particular spots. So even though maybe the numbers come down a little bit, I would play Ohio State minus the points. I would lay it or I would just stay away completely. All right, Chase, we appreciate some time today. Again, BetMGM College Football Analyst hosts the Lion's Edge. That's the podcast as well where you can find Chase and all his work. Thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Chase. Anytime, guys. All right, disappointment here. Uh, another drive inside of the 15-yard line for Michigan ends up in a field goal. Uh, this one, actually, Danny, as we went into the second quarter, they had a third and goal, but it looks like they get turned away. So it's another field goal for Michigan as they are up 13-0 over Colorado State in that game. So got a lot of good drives that are ending in uh, either goal to go or really short situations, but you got to punch those in for touchdowns. In-game total down to 58.5. From a spread perspective, we're at 33.5 in that matchup. And also, so, as we mentioned, Texas A&M, uh, no real budge here, but the note is that the total, 42.5. And, and since we're talking about teams struggling a little bit against lesser competition, Danny, do not forget that Iowa is taking on South Dakota mm. State, 14-26 left to go in the second. And how about this? Only a 3 nothing lead for the Hawkeyes. Spread 14 and Features a half. is terrible. Yeah. Uh, That's well, all it is. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. I was going to try to say something <laughs> witty to support him, but that's not necessarily the case. All right, we got plenty left to get to. We're here for three hours, folks. we got one of the books, second one on the way. It's Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm at Cirque out here in Sin City. Danny out there in Chicago. we got plenty left to get to over the next two hours. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.